Welcome to the Accounting on Purpose podcast series. In this series, we focus on accounting not as numbers on a page, but as a language. And with any language, it's about communication and finding shared meaning. Topics include things from what is a debit and credit, right through to how we use accounting to tell the story. Okay, Justin Todd from RightSource, another hopefully informative video for you and your business and helping you achieve your purpose not only today but tomorrow. Apps, software, it's an it's a interesting question and in how it's evolved, especially over the last little while in terms of we now seem to have an app for everything um, and that's the same for both in personal life and in business. And I think one of the, one of the challenges that creates is, well, what, what, should, what should I buy software for? What should I buy an app for? And should I have an app for everything or, or when, when do I do that and, and how do I manage that as a business? Um, it's quite interesting coming to new clients and one of the first things I look at is, well, how much are you spending on subscriptions? Which funnily isn't software. It's not called software anymore. It's called subscriptions quite often um, in our accounting packages. And that's where your monthly subscription to a whole raft of software packages that be LinkedIn, be your accounting software, be your operational software, be your HR system, be it a whole raft of software and applications that are there to help you in your business and can actually quite, quite quickly add up to a lot of money. So what I wanted to go through today a little bit was how to, to manage that and to think through that process of the software that you use in your business and the applications or, or how that all ties together. For me, software is a double-edged sword. Absolutely being able to systemize things, being able to have things happen automatically, have the data stored and captured easily and accessible is incredibly valuable for business and something that as your business grows, you need to do well. The flip side of software is that the more software you add, the more, and especially the more different pieces of software you add, the more it increases the complexity of your business. And with complexity comes cost. By that I mean the increase in cost, it's your fixed cost, your overheads. So the more complex you make your business and the, how it operates, the higher your overheads, which just means there's a higher bar there for you to make in terms of making profit to actually keep the business profitable. So you wanna balance those two things out. The first thing in terms of when you look to buy software, it's not just the subscription cost. Definitely the cost for the software, whether it's being paid annually or, or outright or by the month, but there's also the cost to maintain that software. And that's a little bit of a hidden cost because usually it's your internal labor. But it's something to be mindful of when you go to get a new piece of software. Who's gonna maintain it? What effort is there required to maintain it? Because that then requires a person to be there to maintain it in some level forever, or as long as you have that piece of software. So it's part of the cost, so be aware of that cost. One of the examples I give that I see a lot of is where people go, oh, we've bought this dashboard software because it's fantastic, it helps us keep all our metrics on a business, we can log into it every day and see how everything's going. And they might have bought it six months ago and they've never used it, or they don't use it. Why? Because it's not kept up to date. It doesn't, it doesn't the information that's coming through to it isn't up to date, isn't relevant. So very quickly, if a piece of software isn't relevant or isn't useful, you just stop using it because you've got, you haven't got enough time to do it. So that's a very important thing is that you want to make sure that when you get a piece of software, 
you also have planned for the resources to keep it up to date so that it remains relevant. With everything in business, when you're wanting to spend money, you should look at the value. So the value of pieces of software that you're going to get, you should definitely interrogate and understand the value so that you can compare to that cost. There's a lot of different areas in your business and this is, the, I suppose, a part that can be quite daunting, especially if you're a relatively new business and you're still going through that startup phase and you're trying to systemize, but you still there's a lot of manual stuff and it doesn't fit together. Where, where do I start? The place where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck in software is in your core processes. So when I say that, it's what do you do as a business? So your business does, sells widgets. What is the things that you do to produce those widgets and sell them? Those steps are the ones that you should be looking at first of all in terms of having a systemization or a process to make them as smooth and as quick as possible. Because that's your business. The faster you can operate your business and the more accurately you can operate your business, the more value you're going to create, just, just implicitly. So that's where you should focus your attention when you're first looking to, to get software. The next thing I would look at when you're looking at software is its ability to integrate because you're going to have multiple pieces. The ability for software to integrate with other pieces of software is, is really important and will help, uh, it will help reduce that overall cost of making everything talk to each other. So some software is already built to have add-ons built onto it and integrates very quickly and very easily and that allows your data to flow between the different processes without really any manual intervention. What you don't want to have is pieces of software in your business that don't talk to each other that require someone to always step into the middle and intervene and manually connect the two or have a customized piece of software that then connects the two because that just adds more and more complexity. And when we talk about integration as well as looking at your core business process, this is also something very important. There's a couple of examples that come to mind where a business has gone with a core piece of software for their, their fundamental operating process. And that core piece of software is vital to their operation, so that's something that they need. Once it's in, it's very hard to change it. If that core piece of software doesn't play well with other software, or if it doesn't integrate well, you'll continually have a battle where your core operations are working but it doesn't talk, it doesn't work with the rest of your business, so you, it continually feels fractured and you're always fighting the system. So when you're first investing in that first big piece of core software, you need to step back at that point and look at the overall strategy, what other pieces of software may you want down the line, and that integration piece. How are they all then gonna fit together? Because it might be that you have a suite that all works together well, but if it doesn't, that can end up causing you a lot of cost down the line. As you start putting software into your business, one of the things you'll then find is you'll have lots of different pieces of software. And there's two things that you should be continually doing to make sure you get value. One is to make sure there's no wastage. Wastage is always something you should fight in your business to make sure that things aren't being wasted. Now, this is quite easy when you're dealing with food or you're dealing with manufacturing. But software is actually an area that there is a lot of wastage that people don't see. And when I talk about this, talk about systems that are in place that are being maintained that no one uses. I've seen this in a couple of instances as well. I've gone in and I've you know, helped analyze some costs, help, you know, help a business cut down their costs and go, let's go through your subscriptions and stuff. Oh, what's this piece of software? Oh yeah, that does this. Okay, cool. 
Now, there might be a larger business, so it may not be the business owner that uses it or the, the CEO, but you go, okay, well, let's, let's have a look at that piece of software. Is it maintained? Yes, we've got these people maintaining it, or that this is where the information comes. Okay, well, who uses that? And that can be quite an interesting question sometimes. Quite often the response I get is, well, I'm actually not sure who uses that. We can go have a look. And, you know, you'll ask the question and no one really comes back with, oh, yeah, we know about it, but no, I don't use it, don't use it. So usually the best test is turn it off, see what happens. Um, or, or hopefully you know the administration password and you can see who the users are. And what you'll find is in doing that little look through and asking the question is that this was piece of software was bought for an idea, it was a good thing, we sort of went down the path, but then we got busy doing other stuff. It wasn't core and it didn't really work, so people just stopped using it. But no one thought about the fact that you're still paying the subscription and canceled that subscription. So that's an exercise to do in terms of wastage because these software packages that you subscribe for that you're not really using anymore, they're still costing you money. That's money that could be staying in the business. So you really want to you know, understand what you're paying for and whether you're still using it. The next thing in terms of wastage is where people have software packages, but they're only using just this little piece of it. So I, I normally look at this in two ways um, in terms of software that isn't being fully utilized. First of all, whenever a business is thinking about putting new software on, always ask the question, is there any of the software that you currently have that does that functionality? So for example, there are some simple business processes that a lot of different systems do, like invoicing. A lot of different systems do invoicing to clients. Your CRM, your operational system, your accounting system, they all do it. So sometimes it's not about buying new software, it's actually discovering what you already have. The second one is really about actually understanding your software, even before the question, oh, we need new software, but understanding the capabilities of your software because you might be paying for something that has capability that you could use in your business right now that you don't actually realize and that could add value without spending anything, just utilizing the software that you've got to its full capability. And that's, that's often an interesting exercise to do, just to understand every so often go back and look at the software you've got and see what it can do. So that is the process of looking at software, working out whether you need to buy it, and then working out those ones you should buy and how you utilize it well. The last step in your software process in your business is your software strategy. And this can also be a little bit of a discussion between evolution and revolution. As you evolve your business, you'll add pieces of software in and following that process of focusing on core, making sure you add value and they all integrate, you should get a long way down the path. But eventually, you'll get to a point where you'll have a potentially a tapestry of software, but you'll have a mixture of software. And sometimes it's worthwhile, worthwhile to step back and go, does this software strategy still fit? And if things change dramatically in business, or if you, there's a dramatic change in a provider or some, a piece of software out there, sometimes it is worthwhile not just letting your software evolve, but actually having a revolution and actually pulling out what you've got and putting something completely new in place. That process is, should not be taken on lightheartedly because that is often quite an expensive process and should only really be undertaken if there is a massive benefit that is foreseen to be able to be achieved. But the value of stepping back and having a look at that every so often is that sometimes that is what needs to be done. And 
that evolution may have taken you down a path that doesn't fit right now and the only way to, to change it is to make some serious changes. So, And that's really, I suppose, the things I wanted to share about software and my thoughts on how you manage that expenditure in your business and how you make sure it stays on point in terms of what you're trying to achieve for your business. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.